is Friday, July the 7th, and you're listening to the Greens Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Four Greens. I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. So, Jeffrey, we had a little bit of a short week here. Well, we had a short week, and then the U.S. had a short week, so... It all worked out, didn't oh, it? Oh, it, it was a great week. It's Canada Day weekend, and then there was a very special day Monday. Yes, I wonder what what was so special. Oh, I remember. It was your birthday, yes, Jeff. Yes, another year, another year. So <laughs> That's right. The uh, Yeah, the, so the trading day holiday on Tuesday with the U.S. Independence Day. But, you know, for the week here, corn's been pretty flat. It's just up a couple dollars for the week, old and new crop. Soybeans are down like $20 for the week. Uh, spring wheat's up about $12 and winter wheat's up a couple dollars. But there was some extra volatility in the week. Oh, we had there. an exciting week, didn't we? It's, uh, well, we started off last Friday. Let's go back to the U.S. acreage, final planted acreage report. And that really drove the markets last Friday afternoon. Because remember, they increased corn acres from 92 million up to 94.1 million acres. So that's a big negative for corn. So corn pulled back. Came back, pulled back Monday when the markets were open. Uh, Of course, they were closed Tuesday. And then the rest of the week here, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's been floating back and forth here. I think it was still negative Wednesday, up a little bit yesterday, and then... Today, it's just kind of floating in there. Well, I mean, there's a couple other factors that are also affecting the more, uh, the corn market, right? So Brazil's... Harvest is going. Harvest is going. There's not so widespread rain in the corn belt in the U.S. Oh, yeah. So... There was a derecho. Yeah. We'll <laughs> jump right into the, the weather market in the U.S. So remember, before the acreage report, it was all weather. Weather, weather. Whether they're getting rain or not, but they decided to agree with the forecast they did get a bunch of rain so that is negative for prices absolutely because that increased production but the rain they're definitely having have and have not areas for rain so they're like the drought monitor came out again yesterday in the u.s it's a weekly thing every thursday and there's still some areas of some some severe drought but there's areas receiving ample rain but the rains are getting are not true drought killing rains or drought smashing rains, but they're maintenance rains keeping the crop growing. Yeah, I think I read that from one analyst uh, this week that the rain that is coming is just just enough to subside for the short term. They're going to need more rain to keep things going. But the market is trading as if corn's going to grow. It's getting the rain. You know, like corn prices, they dropped like a rock last week. Oh, it's there. painful to watch, Jeff, to and, be honest with you. You know, you look at, there's the corn price today is uh, 40, uh, roughly $40 lower than what we offered at customer day. At customer day, day yeah. Like that is just, in a week, that is just ugh, scary. That you is know, scary, volatility. Sure. So like... There's the corn side. It's the weather still, the market's playing like it's going to get the weather. Uh, coming up next week, there's a, uh, there's a the, monthly WASDE report. Yeah, the monthly WASDE report. So that's a stocks report. And the USDA is widely expected to amend per, production projections. So that I means heard, yields per acre. I read a lot of analysts that are pretty bullish on this uh, 
they they think for sure that it's going to be supportive of the corn price anyways. Well, they have to decrease. They just have, oh, I hate saying that, but they have, the market never has to do anything, but they have to decrease yield some because of the drought they've had. However, with that extra 2 million acres, will they decrease production enough that it's still going to be less production even with the extra 2 million acres? So time will tell that story. Yeah. So will that report end up being plus or minus for corn market? We'll Maybe see. Maybe neutral. Maybe neutral. <laughs> USDA usually likes to do a lot of neutral reports, but we saw last week they didn't. So now we jump over to soybeans for the week. So their soybeans were down $20 this week. Like that's massive. They're that down is, $20. That is massive. However, what was it last week? They were up like 40 some dollars. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, and again, they jumped. They were jumping on, it's dry, production's going to be decreased, you know, price was kind of, was bouncing around there, but then once they changed that acres, from 89 million acres down to 83.5, like, that is just a humongous decrease, surprise mm -hmm. to the market, the market was thinking 88.2 or 5 million acres, you know, that's just a humongous decrease. So that really drove the market last week, well, but is it our classic correction week well it drove it last week it drove it on uh monday yeah still going through that tuesday was a holiday and then maybe some correction after that you know here the last few days there's a little bit of correction in that market and the market usually goes too far too fast and does have to have that correction so again this market is looking at what's happening for rains and the where soybeans are being grown are they in the drought or not? Soybeans aren't in as crucial period yet. August makes soybeans need rain when more and more flowers and pod filling, etc. cetera. Uh, but they're looking at that report, the WASDA report next week to see what the USDA is going to do in yield projections. And we talk about managed money a lot, right? So oh. that big that big jump in the market and then maybe they back off a little bit. So then you see the correction this week. But if things are still supportive of soybeans... Who knows, maybe it'll be another positive week next well, week. Well, that's the managed money you actually didn't say in corn. So managed money is caught on the wrong side of the corn market. They you wouldn't know. be happy about that. Oh, like when <laughs> they're just, and that's it. When they liquidate, then like they were betting on corn prices going up with production coming down. And then all of a sudden corn prices dump. They're on the wrong side. They liquidate, it pushes it farther down. Exactly. So it's. So many things affecting it there right now. Like we haven't even thrown out, like in the wheat market this week. Uh, there's a couple things in the wheat market. Yeah. Russia, there's news out of Russia. So two things, I guess, big things. That the wheat crop in Russia is about 12% less than it was last year. In South, Well, they're coming Southeast, off a record yield. Coming off a record yield. And the other thing is that the Ukraine has uh, claimed that Russia has put some missiles or explosives right beside one of their power plants. Yeah, the Russia is going to sabotage one of the nuclear and plants. And of course then they're back to I don't not back to. They're still on the I don't know how we can renew this Black Sea trade agreement in a couple weeks because Yeah, that's <laughs> hit it right on. So when you, well, plus the other thing was the rains in the US have slowed down the the winter wheat harvest down in Kansas and that. So that's, they're way behind in their harvest. They're behind and analysts are, are worried, concerned about the quality of the wheat because of the rains. And 
Yeah. Not enough rain here, too much rain there. So that's, you know, those things, the wheat market jumped up big time the one day. Yeah. It was just like, holy frig, everything's driving up wheat. And then the last couple of days, it started to pull back. It did that correction. You yeah. know, it was, so it ended up up like just 2 or $3 for the week. And uh, spring wheat, uh, they're thinking the northern areas of the states, the North Dakota and that, and up into the Canadian prairies was looking pretty dry. So that was helping spring wheat prices. And so they end up a little stronger for the week, but it's, there's always news out there for the market to trade on, but the, the big news going forward. So let's see in, in our market. So corn's in a negative trend, soybeans, maybe a positive trend right now. They're kind of neutral, aren't they? Yeah. And wheat, I hate to say what the trend is in wheat because it seems to change every other day. So it's hard <laughs> to make a trend in wheat. But so next Wednesday, the WASDA report. Uh, It'll be a good one to watch for sure. It definitely has the chance of being a major market mover, much like the stocks report was, or the acreage report last week. And I think that is something we're going to watch. Uh, I talked a little bit this week in the blog about some people really looking at their cost of production and getting some target orders in. Uh, you know, what's the new norm? Uh, had a customer in this week and says, should I be selling corn right now? I said, I just can't tell you you should sell at 230. I said, but you know that target order you have in at 300, maybe that should come down to 250. You know, just as a quick thought. It's, and uh, next week we'll tell the short-term tale anyways until it's all weather again after that. So. Absolutely. Cost production, that is a super important thing. So Always, always. Yeah. So I think that's about it for the week. If anybody has any questions, they can give me give us a call anytime. and. Yep. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great weekend and uh, enjoy this summer weather. Absolutely. So, Talk to you next week. Bye for now.